Welcome, Star Trek family, to Discovery, a Star Trek podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial Star Trek Discovery podcast. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today to discuss the unfortunate, but kind of on-the-wall news dropped in our post-Star Trek Picard glee on Thursday night that Star Trek Discovery will end after its filmed fifth season and in 2024. I think, as you mentioned, Pete, we'll, we'll go through in a little bit the, the timeline why this perhaps was not an intellectual surprise. I have to admit, and look, we've we've all watched shows and loved shows and had shows canceled, and certainly in the Fantastic Geek era of podcasting shows, we've we've been there a bunch of times. I was surprised with myself at how saddened I was Thursday night, just kind of like, you know, get done with dinner. I don't remember whether I watched Picard before or after dinner, but just kind of like, all right, on with, you know, whatever. And it it, it it hurt in a way that it's been a long time since it's been like I, I can't believe they canceled this show. It hurt in it, it hurt in that way. You know, Fantastic Geek launched ten years ago, Matt. This is the, our our tenth anniversary this month, and with Agents of Shield, we were super fortunate to get the seven year series. We will, by the end of Discovery, have a show that ran from 2017 to 2024. But this does not feel like it was planned. And what do you know? Last week, there were headlines that uh, Paramount Plus has been told it, it needs to turn a profit. And a fifth season that has wrapped now becomes the final season oh by the way and listen it's not as if this hasn't been done with other things secession uh getting ready to bow for its fourth and final season it was returning for the fourth season returning for the fourth season oh it's the final season okay these shows are tremendously expensive we get it it's not as if they haven't had their run they have but there's the kind of like, all right, we're looking at the numbers here and this is now going to end. And what's further disingenuous here in this move by Paramount Plus after evolving from CBS All Access, the network, the streamer that was launched by Star Trek Discovery. OK, let's not forget this, please. This is the reason it exists is um oh there's gonna be additional filming this after everybody's episode counts announced a little over a year ago matt am i correct uh i think it was a january or a february announcement at that time we were saying it's the greatest day in in star trek history it was Strange New Worlds gets a second season, and Picard's going to have its third and final season, and Lower Decks, you get a season, and Discovery's getting ready to film its fifth season. 
and now it becomes well yeah you had 10 and it's the return to mission of the week in season five found their their footing in the 32nd century and now you need to film more so they can ostensibly add an ending an ending that had not been written in the writer's room in pre-production and as you say so disingenuous however so cruelly fitting from the pr people disingenuous to say the still filming and new ending to be filmed were kind of the weasel wordy nature of things season five wrapped months ago month i mean to a point where we were wondering it's just a matter of completing the special effects who gets uh, out first it, would they put discovery ahead of strange new worlds yeah um so to claim to claim in some pr you know uh release to suggest that this was planned uh, is is of course in line with a uh, a Paramount Plus, a CBS All Access, uh, Star Trek stewardship that, among other things, you know, lobbied back in what 2017, lobbied vague uh, threats of legal action if we, our little podcast, used the title Star Trek in it. Um, but Pete, a mosaic of other memories here too. I remember distinctly in November 2015, I happened to be in uh in hollywood studios at walt disney world when i remember right where i was right by the theater where they do the 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 frozen stage show i get this text from you star trek is returning it'll be called star trek discovery with new crews plural new ships plural and just saying oh my goodness i think too when there was some of the first information shared of the show uh maybe it was the following summer i guess it was i was also on vacation and I think it was a uh, maybe a San Diego Comic Con. You're texting me while I'm in the hills of Virginia, going in and out of service. And you'd say, "All right, you know, uh, I'll make something up here." You know, Alex Kurtzman is coming on stage uh, and about to speak, and then I'd lose connection. And five minutes later, there'd be like, "Boom, boom, 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 boom!" Like five texts from you <laughs> saying, "This is announced. That is announced." And there, 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 there's one more big thing: out of service again. So again, this. Th those early memories, Pete, going to the very first Star Trek convention that had a Discovery presence, mm -hmm. uh, Mission New York, um, yep. and the the I, we mentioned. Don't screw many, this up. That's what the person said to question, Nicholas don't Meyer. Screw this up. <laughs> and you know what? Though I think there's with any show, there's highs and lows. Discovery didn't screw it up. Uh, one other memory of Dis Discovery set the course of modern Star Trek. I, I know, Matt, there are dark corners of the internet where that's a bad thing, okay? We got Discovery. We got the return of Patrick Stewart as Picard, something we never thought we'd get, okay? Uh, gee, Pike, Spock, Number one, it launched Strange New Worlds, which arguably has now outpaced it in terms of its visibility. Okay. And then you've got the two animated shows that all draw from that lineage. Okay. There are 
five shows and they all trace their roots to Star Trek Discovery, reestablishing this brand on TV. Okay. Quickly, you had mentioned, you know, being places and, you know, me sending you texts. I remember I'm in a car dealership negotiating uh, a, a, uh, a lease uh, with my wife and you're texting me, Oh, they, they backed it up from 16 to 17 and there's problems with this producer and, and that producer. And then, you know, all the adventures we went on behind the scenes, Matt, with this show, with the uh, production people feeding us actively information um, to get, that next level of perspective and you know to bring it as best we can as confidence allows to of course our listeners and you know we may have started with marvel but you know you mentioned my initial text while you were on vacation like the minute there was a star trek show returning to tv it wasn't even a discussion it was this is coming on and we are doing this yeah and perhaps another time uh we'll talk highs and lows of the series and so forth but that's as you not said, what today is is for no this uh, is this, this is a funeral for a friend and a celebration for a friend uh, alike you know it's it's great that they are allowed the latitude to write more and give it its own ending. But understand this, dear listener, they were told this was dictated. And perhaps out of the respect of what this production did for the brand, for the network, we'll let you kind of come up with something that's going to fit in what you've already shot that ends the whole thing. And let's let's take a moment to kind of trace some of the thought behind it. First of all, at the very foundation of this show and its financial success, let us not forget, yes, it built CBS All Access that became Paramount Plus, but the deal that they had with Netflix meant that season one, and to the best of my knowledge, season two and season three were all paid for by Netflix. Now, I don't know if... I must admit, it's not clear if in seasons two and three that uh, was, well, spend whatever you want, or that was a per episode cap, or that was just an upfront lump sum of money. But this show was instantly profitable in its first three seasons, particularly you think season one where you're establishing a whole bunch of things like, you know, standing sets and things of that sort that, you know, that the, the cost can be spread out for the life of the series. Uh, so there's that too. Um, add to it you know it being taken off netflix to really be able to have all the the paramount plus uh toys in one toy chest more recently in the last six months or, or so you know we've been saying it across all our podcasts this notion of streamer slim down this fact that the the rose-colored glasses have come off for all the streamers and just pouring endless money into a thing does not automatically make money come back your way so everybody's trimming their shows everybody's tightening their belts and i have to say pete i do feel like for as much as i have a little bit a little bit of hollywood business sense here and there i had not fully put together the notion 
that went in the last month, six weeks or so, this notion that Paramount Plus was going to subsume Showtime, the brand, the streamer, and so forth, and the fact that um, all the Showtime programming would now be on the highest tier of Paramount Plus, which would be called Paramount Plus with Showtime, um, it didn't occur to me, well, wait, the Paramount Plus thing only needs so many shows. Frankly, it only needs so many Star Treks if the Yellowstone stuff is a hit. I know Yellowstone itself is not on there. Uh, and let alone, you know, Yellow Jackets and some of the, the Showtime stuff. So I don't want to say Showtime's, or pardon me, that the, the Showtime shows have helped contribute to this. I don't want to say that the Yellowstone spinoffs have helped contribute to this. It's show business. Sometimes there's tough things there, but understand everybody that as there's been this consolidation, the need for five Star Treks has gone away when you could have less Star Trek and some Yellowstone and some Yellow Jackets and some future hits and so forth. Right. The Picard thing was always a close-ended loop with three seasons and triumphantly going now. Um, so that goes away you're down to four but you know the cost of discovery is is a large one and you know that is a major factor in this decision and again rejoice in the fact that they're gonna get to end it somehow rather than and the ship spore jumped for the last time and the human adventure continues uh but it cannot in my mind, be viewed as anything less than a slight that it went from the fifth season you could have announced a year ago and they'll get a fifth and final season. And they didn't. Um, so this was sprung on them. And I really feel for, you know, Michelle Paradise and Sinequa Martin Green that, you know, they've, they've got to turn this news into this triumphant you know, farewell tour that that's the other super disingenuous thing about this, Matt, over the next year. So 2024, they backed it off. It would have no doubt been ready this year. Okay. Again, that streaming slowdown, let's space things out. Well, would yeah. have been ready if not for the need to now go back into production yeah. to make an ending. Yes. You know, there's this sloppiness to it. Whereas you're saying, Pete, if they were told privately, we want two endings to season five. One is to be continued. One is a series finale. Keep it buttoned up. Okay. That... Like they did to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in season five, right? Yep. And and that's not a... Look, that's not a bad thing. Every show ends. The fact that this has been ended... The fact that the suits have ended this show in a sloppy way. You just hope that Alex Kurtzman and Michelle Paradise and Olatunti Ansansami and the leadership behind this show, behind the camera, let alone in front of it, can do whatever they've been given. I don't know, have they been given, you know, a million dollars and 10 minutes of footage? Have they been given, let's have a double-length finale episode? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see right. in does 2024. That, does that 10-episode order creep back up? You know, they've never done less than 13. So that everybody went down to 10. Okay. You know, discovery was always longer 15 to 14 to 13 to 13. And now, you know, to 10, it really looks 
from the outside like it's limping to the finish when we know that is not the case. So it'd be interesting to see if I like the idea of a, of a double episode or, you know, whether their count goes up um run times you know you you split things all in the editing room whatever you do but this duly disingenuous aspect that over the next year it'll be a celebration of the end of the show that we're yanking off the air because it's expensive and we've got to show the bean counters we make money when this is the thing that everybody came to this streamer for and Pete, speaking of those bean counters, uh, my concern is this. Part of the beauty of Discovery has really been how it has tried to be at the forefront of pushing that Star Trek mission, infinite diversity, infinite combinations, having a black woman as your lead, starting this series with an Asian woman as your captain, uh, all the diversity that's been through uh, some of the characters more recently that are playing either trans characters or trans performers or both. All, just all of that, that that sometimes for some viewers might be a little bit outside one's comfort zone, but it's leading the way in the Star Trek mission. And that's not to take away from Picard as a show where you have to have Picard as the lead and we're at a natural and beautiful endpoint where we're getting our our returning uh, next generation people in this season it's not to take away from strange new worlds itself an obvious and logical um outgrowth over pre-existing canon and so on and so forth but it makes me wonder you know there's a worst case scenario where obviously picard ends this year discovery ends next year do we get one more season out of strange new worlds and that's it for now for live action or is there is there a larger live action plan i don't think there's a end coming to live action they clearly know that people turn out for star trek on streaming tv um the the game of thrones that uh in in space that discovery was billed as certainly fit that bill and i i just want to double down on on what you said the representation that began with discovery that's you know on this network it's nothing new to star trek but it has continued you know look at the rest of the star trek picard original cast okay granted we've only got michelle heard uh, of that original and then you know you turn jerry ryan into a regular okay I, th I think we know where she came from originally and then you know the other characters that you have past the legacy characters on strange new worlds this all comes back through discovery okay through the creatives through this team that you know, there were some touch and go moments, Matt, and we talk all the time across our Star Trek podcasts how it is at its best when there is chaos on the bridge. Um, I am hopeful they will turn this into Discovery's finest hours as they now have this endpoint. I've seen people like, oh, we're going to do petitions and stuff like that. I, I, I don't think you're going to change this streamer. You know, you mentioned the slim down aspect. It, it's also about the largesse of 
the content that you're sitting on in terms of a back catalog. Okay. And, you know, with Paramount Plus, with uh, most of all Star Trek, they're assured some safety in that the era of contraction is coming where other streamers are going to buy each other up and does Paramount Plus plus Showtime become a tile on a Netflix or an Amazon? That's a discussion for another day. Um, but Discovery has done so right by Star Trek, by this legacy. Uh, you You push the haters who have canceled this show for six years away, okay, um, and understand its place of pride in this franchise. I totally agree with all of that, but, but here is my concern. To make profitable Star Trek with all the data that there is now, you know, we've talked, is the Picard series is its third season setting up a uss titan spinoff almost certainly and within the world of the characters that we've seen on picard season three for three episodes i think there's some legitimate interesting compelling argument is a uss titan show captained by captain shaw um and then seven as the number one and so forth but and if that is the case pete let me just point out that would mean the post discovery you have picard headed by picard Strange New Worlds headed by Pike. You potentially have a Titan show headed by Shaw. That's not though. That's not a a, a look that's necessarily uh, in line with what Discovery has given us. And again, I I deeply believe in my heart of hearts, Pete. Though I've only spoken to Alex Kurtzman once, and that was from across the way in a at a question at New York Comic Con. Though we've only been in the same room with him twice. Uh, the other being the, the Strange New Worlds uh, premiere, I I feel like he and Akiva Goldsman, Henry Alonso Myers, Michelle Paradise, they all get the Star Trek call for infinite diversity, infinite combination. But if in a closed-door meeting, the suit, the bean counter says, here's what works and here's what doesn't, you want to do Star Trek X, whatever the next show is, uh, don't forget it's got to look a certain way you know, some Star Trek is better than no Star Trek. My worry is that the bean counters have taken over and something as something as beautiful and diverse as Discovery and more specifically its crew, you know, that that maybe in the maybe in the short term, the pendulum is swinging away from that. I hear you on that, but I think the path forward and like strange new worlds. Oh, hey, do you guys like Captain Pike? Well, maybe we'll we'll uh, revisit that at some point. Boom. Worst kept secret in Hollywood. The the Pike show. I think there's a, a Captain Seven show uh, in the offing. Um, and I, I think she's the one to tie it around. I'm not saying that a, a Captain Liam Shaw on, uh, you know, Star Trek Discovery um, of, of the Titan can't hold that down and that there's not a pathway much like there was with discovery, you know, to follow uh, a first officers uh, mutiny and then ascendancy to captain, Um, you know, apart from the fact that, Oh yeah, we really, really want to do this spinoff with, uh, 
you know, Michelle Yeoh, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, before she holds, uh, Oscar gold on, uh, Sunday night, this coming Sunday, March 12th, you can book it. With the promise of this 2024 release, I'm wondering what tea leaves we can read around that. Yes, we have these 10, perhaps, hopefully more, uh, episodes, but, but again, to hold it to 2024 seems so strange. Perhaps it is to connect up with, um, if only in kind of, you know, uh, length of run, you know, a third season of Strange New Worlds. It, it makes me wonder as well, we know that this second season of Strange New Worlds has, you know, some crossover stuff with Lower Decks. Um, whether it has been filmed already or not for Discovery Season 5. Uh, in fact, let's say this. Let's imagine there is no Discovery crossover uh, for Season 5. But, you know, is it too early to say, but Strange New Worlds can continue on and on for, you know, pick a number, for its own five-season run, and surely disco characters, disco sets, disco adventures could cross over to that as well, right? Well, I mean, they're both shooting on the same soundstage, we know from tweets of writers uh, hired to Strange New Worlds that season three is being written. It has not been formally announced. Um, I would imagine you're, you're holding that back for, I don't know, the April 1st contact day, uh, probably with the date of when Strange New Worlds uh, will premiere and the song and dance of and we'll see it san diego comic-con for the next discovery news and the cast will be there before their triumphant fifth and final season um but we know that that's coming um i would imagine a third guarantees a fourth it it has essentially become the flagship at this point and then, you know, if they're going to do the Titan show, the seven show that becomes the, the little buddy under the arm, you've got two eras. I, I'm kind of bummed Matt. you know, the show I always wanted out of Discovery. And I, I love the first two seasons, but the show I always wanted was the go to the future. Let's remember. And, and you talked about my words early on multiple ships, multiple crews. It was originally conceived as an anthology and every single season would follow a different ship in a different time. Um, and they've gotten the opportunity to do two and that's great. I'd hate to get to the furthest flung point in a Star Trek timeline and not get any more adventures. It definitely does make it clear that the, the the banner carrier now uh is strange new worlds and again i just hope i hope that discovery nails this fifth season i hope that it nails this ending to be shot i hope that you know it goes out with the the big sweeping story uh stories that have made you know, the greatest successes of this show. I do think sometimes maybe in seasons three and four, it's buckled a little under that, um, that kind of big, you know, big palette. But 
here's another concern, Pete. By the time it, let's just say for the sake of argument, as a date, let's say it comes out uh, February of 2024. Season four ended March 17th, 2022. I know you and I and all the listeners will be there, but you know, what does it say that this show gets to trot out its last bunch of episodes? you know, nearly or equally or over two years since the last episodes aired. And, you know, I really don't think you're finishing this out with any sense that, and now we launch the 32nd century Starfleet Academy show. I do not think that is coming here. I am willing to be completely surprised and, you know, uh, characters, performers from this show carry over to that. But I really do not feel that's in the offing. They've had at least two other um, pitches move through their system for a Starfleet Academy show that have not gained traction. I think that goes back in the old idea pile for some point. Well, and I, I look at this because I have on the wall here Marvel Studios Phase 5, Star Trek Universe, and Star Wars TV. Have it all printed out here. What do all of the following shows have in common when it comes to the balance of new versus nostalgia? Picard, Lower Decks, Prodigy to a certain degree. Let's leave Prodigy as an asterisk to the side. Picard, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, Lando, if that ever gets made. What They all stay fairly close to the nostalgia skirts of some mama time frame, whether it's post TNG, whether it's uh, pre TOS, whether it's, you know, as leading up to the rebellion, whether it's shortly after the rebellion was completely done, uh, things of that sort discovery, you know, so groundbreaking 2017, let's do star Trek, but game of Thrones at a time before Game of Thrones, in my view, had soured a little bit under the weight of its own massive uh, structure there. What did we as an audience end up wanting from any show in the decade, let's say, after, or let's say five years after Discovery started? Can you just bring us back to episodic? Because I really enjoy my my reruns of my episodic beloved XYZ. Also, can you keep it kind of familiar? Can you bring back Boba Fett, can you bring back Obi-Wan Kenobi? Can you bring back Pike and Picard and so forth, but make it new, but make it old, all of that? So I would wholeheartedly agree with you. Whatever the new shows are, I think for Star Trek and Star Wars as well, um, but focusing here on Star Trek, I think that there is that new sense with all of these episodes now behind us, there's that new sense of what makes a successful show. And that's not to say that Discovery has been unsuccessful but, you know, as you and I are both saying, some of this 32nd century stuff that maybe hasn't landed to give us, you know, boldly going in a way where Stranger Worlds can be like, uh, yeah, we're in a we're in a, uh, a real nebula and uh, it's going to be a submarine episode. And that's kind of the extent of boldly going is we're doing a World War Two submarine space thing again. Did they bite off too much to chew, I think, is a debate. For another time but you know moving the timeline forward has been a necessary and important thing um 
and you know the pandemic has has changed every industry um let alone tv and discovery again at the forefront of that one of the first major productions to go back in um as the pandemic was you know at its zenith so um you know there's there's a lot to take in and there's a lot to look at i I think you know at the end of the day we're both so grateful and i i think the fans are by and large for this show that helped to launch these four others to begin this modern trek on tv heyday that's not ending anytime soon it'll keep going um you know and and not to uh cry because it's going to come to an end but smile because we got it because it is the same yet its own thing um and again just take the solace that they're going to get the opportunity to end the story in some way shape or form of their own instead of an arbitrary and that is it and in the grand star trek spirit of the human adventure continuing the grand spirit of you know don't cancel star trek after season two okay it'll come back for season three it'll come back animated it'll come back as a phase two show which gets turned into a movie it'll come back the star trek the great comeback here mm-hmm. um to think that when the last episode of season two aired on april 18th 2019 there were no pikes enterprise plans there were no contracts in place uh, and even as things may maybe started to pick up steam into the fall of 2019 let's say winter 2020 all of a sudden there's this covid thing that now you, you know is gonna you know slow things down tremendously as we would as we learn to find out my point being here we are the quote-unquote last pike and spock and number one episode ever question mark of discovery certainly 2019 here we are it's the vibrant center of things don't count discovery out whether it's in in any form whether it's a planned crossover a time rift of this that the other whether it's five years from now i mean heck pete if star trek was gonna sustain a fourth network in the 70s and that didn't come to fruition and then thinking about it in the 80s and that didn't come to fruition goes to first run syndication star trek backs a network in the 90s that falls apart it's part of a combined smaller network in the 2000s that falls apart should we be surprised that the thing that has given us star trek in this that cbs all access slash paramount plus might be in trouble as well heck it could be five years from now the reason that you're signing up for you know uh peacock plus is you know what it's because discovery season six they're back you never know with star trek yeah and i think too with the trouble that we continue to hear and as chris pine is on the press junket for uh dungeons and dragons being asked about star trek because that's his greatest level of visibility and you know loves the franchise wants to be back but that stinger of a quote at the end of an article that it feels cursed you know they are seven years 
now from their latest film adventure and you know they had the untimely death of anton yelchin uh and everything else but you know they're gonna need to return to the theater again you know star trek is a tv and film franchise um as much as i'd love to see the kelvin cast return i just think there's so many moving parts and they've had so many different uh scripts on on that cast alone and and can't seem to keep a director there and you know everybody moving um you know i wouldn't put it on one particular crew going forward like you know we pass the baton from the original series cast of films to the next generation. I, I don't think that's what the the next Star Trek films will look like, but rather a hybrid, um, you know, that you would have, you know, characters from different crews, possibly even different eras, although we have done that. Uh, but I think that might be the way forward. That's a discussion for further down the road. Right now, enjoy that Star Trek has been reestablished on TV and Star Trek Discovery was the one that did it. So that puts them on Mount Rushmore. Pete, plenty more of Discovery adventures ahead of us just because we know the end point at this presumed 10 episode end point in 2024. Still, still lots of journey to go. And this whole Star Trek Discovery journey from 2017 to now to the future is of course made possible by those who continue to support us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek and we thank them for being a part of our crew immensely everything that we do made possible 100 percent listener supported so get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantastic geek with the ph all one word can't contribute right now and it takes just a dollar a month to get behind that door Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or a review to any of our 33 podcast feeds. And Pete, let's certainly keep the Star Trek conversation going. Plenty to talk about with Picard, with Strange New Worlds, with Lower Decks. I know we're checking in with Prodigy periodically as well. And of course, the triumphant 10-episode finale of Discovery still ahead. How can people be in touch with you online? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,802 followers, can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter, it's Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, but wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash fantasticgeek with the PH, all one word, like it today. I look forward, Pete, to talking more Discovery news on our Star Trek Discovery feed. In the interim, over on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, we'll be talking uh, Picard as well as The Mandalorian this upcoming weekend. And, of course, looking forward to Strange New Worlds news in the near future as well. With that, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. Let's fly.